0: Hi, I'm Sade.
1: And I'm Christian.
0: And this is episode one hundred and one of uh, Shades of Brown. And this week, we're going to start off with uh, we got to start with phones. Uh, it's, it's been a while, uh, so we're going to start with some new new phones. This time, it's the it's our boy uh, Samsung with the uh, Galaxy Note ten. So this is the latest, latest iteration of the of the Note. Uh, and the Note Plus, which is, like, a bigger version of the Note. And the Note is already pretty big. So that's, that's what I'm going to start with. It's that there is a Note Plus. Uh, why? Why is there a Note Plus? Uh, Note 10 because
1: Plus? market segmentation and probably something about data. Like, I doubt that... I feel like the split here is not even because, like, a product designer was like, yo, it'd be dope if we had, like, a smaller big phone and then a big, big phone. I, I generally think like some this is probably d- driven by like some marketing team that was like all right so the millennials they like big but small
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so so no ten let's just get the specs out of the way right like the base specs for or both phones so Snapdragon 855 855 uh so i guess 855 is the new New hot chip from well, not
1: really. Remember, Qualcomm doesn't do chips in the fall anymore. So that's the thing about the note. The note's using like not last year's chips, like the eight months, like the chip that was released eight months ago. Because the the Samsung's fallen out of release cycles with Qualcomm, so it won't be until spring or like December ish that we start to see what the next year's flagship Qualcomm chip's going to be. And so it doesn't. That's
0: that's a bit. Oh, I mean, it's fine. It's like I I know that the eight hundred and fifty five is more than enough for anything you want to do no no, definitely uh, but it's just like it's yeah.
1: interesting because it used to be right that the note would be um showcasing the whichever yeah like the latest Qualcomm chip but now it's using the same processor as the um as the galaxy s10 series of phones
0: so so it's not a, not a processor upgrade if you're buying this right but you uh, like i imagine if you have the if you have the latest galaxy phone you're not going to be buying a note that doesn't make much sense either so i don't think there's much overlap over there uh so what else? So there's the uh, wide angle camera. So that's the 16 megapixels. So there's two cameras, right? Or three. Is there three? Like, Depends on a the wide... model you get. I think okay, the Big
1: Big so... has a, has three.
0: Okay, so like there's one... oh, apparently both have the wide angle camera and the main camera. And there's also a telephoto camera. Like the Note 10 Plus has a VGA depth of field camera, which is like the other one. Uh, so there's four cameras on the 10 plus and three on the on on the base. Uh, that's not, that's a lot of cameras. I, I don't I don't understand. Uh, what else? Uh, in screen fingerprint sensor. So this is a thing, right? In screen fingerprint sensors are thing now. Uh, that, that, that's it. Like the the battery on the 10 plus is bigger, so it's like four fourteen forty three hundred milliampere hours, and the Note 10 is. Three five three five hundred milliampere hours, and the Note 10 Plus has four gigs more RAM. I mean, yeah, that's that's fine. I mean,
1: the thing about like this phone, it's actually like we joked a minute ago, right, that the smaller one exists just because millennials. Actually, no, it's, aren't millennials over. It's about Gen Z, right? Like the people who came after millennials is not like what all like the, um, weird capitalists are starting to hate now or like market towards, but regardless, regardless, um, it's genuinely the small Note 10 exists because they need a phone under a thousand dollars or around a thousand dollars, and the big Note is above it. So that's more that's likely the actual reason for the split. But it's like kind of ridiculous. You spend a grand on a phone and it only has a 1080p screen, right? Like that
0: Note, like I, I, I I've is, spent I've spent a grand on a phone and it was a 1080p screen. That was the Seven Plus, right? The iPhone Seven Plus,
1: and um, and arguably that's like. Well, in Canada, right? The, the small note's going to be way o- o- over grand. That's a grand, Yo, that's a grand U.S. That's a grand U.S. So yeah, I'm Yo, talking like yeah. U.S. dollar wise. Uh,
0: I'm not. I'm not even. I don't even want to see the Canadian prices because it's going to be. It's going to be expensive. So, like that's so 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 the base ten the ten is nine forty nine U.S. dollars, and the grand and the ten plus is ten ninety nine. So, uh, like, so that's the pricing.
1: Yeah, and it's. It's ridiculously expensive. It is. is, is. Like a good contrast, I think, to this note announcement. I just want to like sidebar just for a second. Is that Android Android Central article I sent you earlier? Like on how it's ridiculous that like buying a new phone. Yeah, we'll definitely put that in the show notes because um basically the author was just like you know you don't really like have to buy a new phone. You shouldn't feel like you need to, and honestly, why would you, right? like if you have a note 9 or hell even like a note 8 note seven's the one that blew up that doesn't exist anymore right or is that the note 8 the one the one before the one that blew up but right if, if you have that like what are you really getting on this phone
0: new version of As android so
1: what are you really getting on this phone that's worth the thousand dollars
0: exactly yeah um, but i mean most- this
1: one's not even gonna ship a pie right or not Pi. Um, whatever comes after Pi, Android, this year's version of Android, it's new not it? even going to ship a no. Q, no, no, no. Q, right? Q, Q, Q. Yeah, Android it won't Q. even ship Android a Q, and it probably won't get it until next year. So, are you really getting a new version of Android? Not really. And I, I just don't know if it's worth the price. And like, that's why we have to like take it perspective. Whenever a new phone comes out, like we'll do this. I'll say the same thing when the new iPhones come out. It's like you have a new phone that is. Over a thousand, uh, you can literally buy like a high-end Samsung ultrabook for the amount of the Note 10, yeah. right? They're so, like yeah. the big boy, and yeah. it's like I don't know. It's it's, it's it's the the economics of this is just starting to get a little weird and a little like out yeah, of definitely. control.
0: Yeah, like the like the uh, like even like there's one thing. Like the Note 10 Plus has uh has a micro SD expansion slot, but the Note 10 doesn't. Which is, which is an interesting differentiation. And also the Notion also only comes in one storage model. So it's 256 gigs, which is fine. 256 gigs is more than enough. I think, uh, for most people, like 99% of people are going to be fine. Kids.
1: And at this point does it mean like the note is like a boutique phone or is it meant to be your daily computer? Because it sort of leads into like the deck stuff they're doing now, right? Where instead of um instead of needing like a dedicated dock, as long as you have a USB-C cable that can carry a display port, um which is harder than you think
0: to find, <laughs> like Yeah, it, it's,
1: it's to find Oh my Fucking USB C cables. So there there's a combination of like HDMI to USB C that just does not work, right? So I have a USB-C to HDMI adapter that I use for like my monitor at my job. And that won't work on TVs. It would only work on monitors because it what it does is that it takes USB to the display port and then there's a hardware display port to USB converter or sorry, hard display port to HDMI converter on the tail end of the cable. And that doesn't work with most TVs.
0: Interesting. Like it'll, that's, it, that's...
1: I can't get like on a 4k Samsung TV. I can't get any like, um, because that's when we had in our office, I was going to do a presentation. I wasn't able to get it to work. So I had to use a USB C to, or sorry, USB or HDMI to HDMI. Then use Apple's built in, um, the little multi, multi AV, um, dongle they have So. That's uh, nothing to do with this phone, but just USB C. Uh. Yeah,
0: I mean no, but that's that's a good point. It's like the Dex. Like so, t- let's talk about the Dex stuff. So that's like the part of the appeal of this phone. So it's like you have this this very powerful phone. You have this display. You have all the storage. Uh, you have all these cameras. Uh, you want to combine that with with the, the, with the, with the Dex with the Dex thing, right? So the Dex is still around. All right. So you connect to DeX and then you have like a, like a sort of a, like you have like a desktop experience, right? Like that's the, that's the thing. Like And, Dex and the is thing a- is
1: too, you can actually mirror it right onto an, onto a Mac or windows device. Yeah. Which is so you can like bring up DeX as a windowed app, or you can drive a display with the phone, use a Bluetooth, like keyboard and mouse and use it for it. And like when, when that's, when you put that into the equation, that's always been a thing. I feel like we had the same conversation with the note last year, but now that DEX is even simpler and you can just drive it over one cable, because there's actually there's a good amount of USB C monitors out there. Um I know Apple has like the LG Ultrafine, or I think some of the new um like Dell ones, Acer ones you can get are starting to have USB C ports on them. And that makes us different, right? Like, I don't know. I is is do you I guess like I guess maybe maybe I should take back saying it's a boutique phone. Let's say for example, I'm gonna spend a thousand three hundred on the big boy note, the note Mox. plus. Yeah, but then all I have is like just a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse, and just a monitor that I use, and I use that as like my sole computer. I don't know if that's that ridiculous of a price at that point. And i I and the thing too, with like Android P and especially with Android Q, the changes Google is building in to have like floating Windows and floating apps be a thing. Cause I know Android Q has that experimental desktop mode you can um enable in like AOS P builds. And so since there's a a lot more system APIs for it, mm-hmm. and given that apps like Microsoft Office and stuff support it. It doesn't seem like a terrible idea. Like, I mean, I don't know if I would commit to being um, that Samsung warrior lifestyle, but like, I don't know. Like, it,
0: it's, I mean, they, they are they are going for it. They, they are trying. Like, they improved Dex this year, which which I like. I did like. I like. I think last year when we talked about Dex, right? We were like, this is a thing that Samsung is trying, but we don't know if it's gonna like stick around, right? Like, it's not gonna. It's it's like not a one-year thing, but it appears to me that something that Samsung is really like they are. They want that, like the Note Plus Dex thing, like the synergy, right? Like they want that. They want to sell that. They want,
1: yeah. It it just it makes sense, and I mean, like I, I don't know. Like if I if if I didn't actually need like productivity apps, right? Like specific like applications, or if I didn't game on or like you know play any like PC games. It's actually not that bad of an idea, right? Especially cost wise, just to do the phone because it it has enough RAM. It if it has if you get like the one terabyte model, right, it has enough storage. Like using a note as your only device isn't that ridiculous.
0: There's a one terabyte model. I think Wait, it's only a five hundred twelve. only a five hundred twelve gig
1: model. Oh, that's the S ten. I think it's the S ten is a one terabyte yeah, model.
0: Yeah, five twelve gigs, and you can put in a SD card on the ten plus.
1: Ah, right, 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 yeah, right. So, so it, well, we'll think about it like this. All right. So, um, what what was that meme from The Vergecast? AI plus AK plus five (laughs) G. Yeah, there's a five G model of this that's probably going to be coming out soon. So you get this, then you get like a little little setup at home with the LG UltraFine monitor, the Bluetooth keyboard and mouse, and you and you live that mobile. You live that life, you know. When you're out, just work on the note, and when you're, you know, when you're. At home, just do computing stuff on there. So, um, like, yeah, And so never be creative because Android has horrible, cre- uh, like, audio creation apps and video <laughs> editing tools.
0: Uh, so, so that's so th- those are the phones. So, so that's the Note Ten. Like, like, it, like at this point, it is it is meant to be like at these price points. Like, at the, at the way they're marketing this, I think it's meant to be for people who don't use anything more than a phone as their main computer right like or, or mostly they only use their phone right like if if your phone is your primary computer
1: and i think that's a like a significant amount of people yes, it's, more it's actually, so right yeah like it's, it's, maybe some folks might have like a computer but like honestly like how much do people actually use it like if
0: People might have a laptop and a phone. I think that's like a common configuration, right? So yeah, like, like
1: a laptop and a phone, but like you just use a laptop when you when you need to take it out, right? And do everything else on your phone. Like, I, I think that's a common use case at this point.
0: Yeah. So I think that's what this is targeted at. This is targeted as a, as a replacement for, like, as a, as a device for people who don't need full scale. Desktop operating systems that don't use let's get desktop operating systems.
1: So like uh-huh. this would be like a good like if you have a Chromebook, right? Like you could probably you could toss the Chromebook and just use X. Like if you're like using like a right because like think about it, Is, uh, most folks I would say have like a limited budget for like a phone and a computer, and you could do like thousand dollar phone, two hundred dollar laptop, uh-huh. or say fuck it to the laptop, get the note. And then just, you know, have one premium device that plugs into a monitor and stuff or get a keyboard and that. And that's not that wild when you sort of take that into consideration. Right.
0: Right. Uh, and so the, you mentioned the 5G model. Uh, it's going to be exclusive to Verizon for a limited time, uh, apparently. Uh, so that's, that's that. Um, so th- that's the Note 10. Review should a- be
1: coming out like this week. So if anything else yes. pops up, we could probably follow up on it. Next yeah, the review. But be I, I feel like the the tagline for the review is going to be like, "It's, it's a note. Expensive. Yes. It's expensive, and this Dex thing's kind of cool."
0: Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the Dex. The Dex thing is going to be the one. I think. I think reviewers should try and focus on that because I think
1: that's like the interesting angle for it, right? Because it's like what what compares this to the S10, and like Dex and the pen are really it, and like the pen has is great, but it's only like if you specific people will find that appealing right and it has and nothing has changed with the s pen to make it more appealing outside of folks who already were into it which is fine for people who are dedicated to it but just like the android central article saying right like i don't know do you does anyone really need to upgrade their phone this year Mm,
0: no yeah probably not Yeah. like and if your phone breaks just like pay
1: the 50 dollars to get a replacement screen instead of instead of you know getting like a new phone
0: Six point eight inches is, is big on that on that display. That's that's a significant display. Uh,
1: uh, it's going to be great. Six point eight inches, just all for those drop frames when you try and go to the home screen. Oh my mm.
0: god! Oh my god!
1: Android, no, I. Android's able to able to go to sixty frames per yeah, second. Yeah, I think it's Android is
0: Android has been mostly on sixty frames per second. Most of the although time. I am
1: kind of sad that this doesn't have a, like a variable refresh rate display because if the OnePlus the new OnePlus phones had it, like yeah, I'm pretty sure they get the panels too from Samsung. Because the very more refresh rate OLED, so AMOLED, I'm surprised. it's
0: probably from AMS, I'm Yeah,
1: I, and I'm just I'm surprised they didn't stick one in here. Because even like not one that can like full like G Sync like scale up and down, but at the very least run like 120 hertz mode, like that would be interesting.
0: Yeah, I guess they didn't want to like drive up the price even more. I guess that's I, know, the,
1: uh, yeah. I think once you hit above 1,200, though, does it really matter how high uh, you go? I think
0: so. You've already I think broke the ceiling. I know, uh, but like I think. People who buy the node buy phones at that sort of price range. Right? Like the phone node has always been Samsung's most expensive device. And it's meant to be like a productivity, like the stylus. The stylus is the thing. Like the stylus, uh the deck stuff, I think it's meant to be expensive, but it's not meant to be like really, really ridiculous. Like it's not really a boutique. Like, as you mentioned, it's not meant to be a boutique device. I don't think that's that's the case. And, like, the 5G model is probably going to be a boutique device. But, like, like the normal node, they're not, not it's, it's, it's They're not meant to be boot boutique device. Like, they're meant for people who want to buy a device that's, like, a, basically a, a, com- like a full-fledged computer that they use all the time. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't think it's, like, they don't, they don't want to price it too high. I think that's like, that's the thing. Um so that's 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 our phone talk for this for this for this week next up we have we're hitting all the bingo cards so that's the next up uh linux corner uh we have a new a, a huge news this is actually ridiculously huge news it's it's and there's a new stable release of xfc four point one four is here it was released on on the uh of August and the the biggest the biggest thing everybody uh, obviously has been looking forward to on, 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 on people who use XFCE uh is GTK, GTK gtk 3 support and that's what that's what's here and all the core components of xfce have been ported over from uh gtk 2 to gtk 3 and this is huge like trust me, just just think about this. Like, this has been in the works for four years. I thought XMCE was a dead project, it was was on um, maintenance, basically. Like, it wasn't, like, getting the like, active development. Uh, but apparently not. Everything, like, a, a lot of things were updated. Uh, what are you most excited for? There's a lot of a lot of things that change. I'm gonna
1: be years. I'm gonna be real here. I'm looking at the screenshots of it, and XFCE looks nice when you run it in a scaling oh, mode on a high, de- it, high on a high display like resolution. Oh yeah, fixed it supports high DPI. yeah, it yeah. supports HDPi screens. So there's a, one of the screenshots they have? Is of um, I can send it to you real quick in a oh, DM yeah. if you don't see it. Oh, Do I, I see it. I see it. I see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like the high the high resolution one. Ooh. That shit looks hot. Oh, like I would. Oh.
0: I that's, that's ooh that's very nice actually that's extremely good yeah
1: because it used to be that like XFCs or as um as the kids call it X face <sighs>
0: Uh incoming
1: yeah. uh my DMs are about to be flooded by Linux nerds in five four three <laughs> but um no in all seriousness like the XFC always had like sort of like that simple style like even like a flat look before yes. flat looks were cool yep. Yep. just because oh, of it, of its nature of it being lightweight yeah and that honestly was scaled up and like running at like 2x looks great oh man i'm um, looking at
0: the looking at the the screenshot at like what 1440p right
1: yeah yeah like the, the, the window the 2K, corners look good the, the, 2K the, this, oh, man, the font that's... rendering looks great like i oh, genuinely shit. would run this
0: yes like if i was using desktop Linux, i would i would use either like i, like, I would Seriously, like XFCE is a, like before this. If I switched to Linux, it would have been KDE because nothing else, like, really, like, I don't really like anything else. So it's like KDE was the only choice at that point because XFCE was still on GTK2. And I was like, that's that's a little, that's outdated at this point. Uh, also, then,
1: um, it supports color profiles. Oh, which is. Good, Pretty interesting, fair. but it looks That's like it's good, for yeah. printing and scanning, uh-huh. but you can install an additional service, looks like, to get um, display color profiles.
0: Yeah, uh, and apparently it supports, like, Vsync and, like, uh, it's, like, better support for, like...
1: Oh, I remember this! Okay, yeah. I... Re- no, this is good. That's good. So, okay. All right. Well, let's let's roll back to 2009 when... <laughs> when you're installing xfc and then you always remember ubuntu ubuntu used to always use Compiz as a renderer instead of whichever one xfc actually came with uh yeah so I think I, i'm trying now to remember, if the, the default renderer yeah. has vsync in it because i remember the at least back then and someone's probably going to correct me and say xfc had it got like a 3d accelerated uh window renderer or like window server a long time ago which is probably true but all i remember is that it used to tear when you were not using it with yeah, tearing um, uh, Compiz. Tear
0: tearing is tearing is like tearing used to be i think tearing is more of a driver problem right like
1: i don't know if it's like a. Driver. Well, i was like on an intel integrated gpu on like a yeah core intel GPUs
0: always had like some of them had a lot of issues for sure um what else Th- the tunar got overhauled right like they you know, not overhauled but it like you got like a lot of fixes uh what else there's like the applications got updated like notification service uh god updated the there's a, there's a did XFC always have a media player Apparently, XFC has a media player called parole was that a thing? I mean we
1: it it probably came in the time that we stopped using linux yeah it's
0: probably but like when did it that's, that's interesting okay uh there's an image viewer like the ristretto yeah, has been around for a long time uh clipboard manager so everything's there. pulse audio panel plugin also the terminal emulator uh, got a huge amount of uh, fixes and improvements, and XFCE has its own screensaver. saver.
1: that's, that's that, hot. That's, that's hot. That's
0: that's <laughs> the real the real news is that XFCE has its own. Like you, you can't have your own identity as a desktop environment until to have your own screensaver. I guess, um, and uh, so that that's that's happening.
1: Oh my! I'm looking at the change log. Added support for Control Z in Rename dialog box. I didn't realize that ActiveC didn't support cutting text in the renamed dialogue box.
0: In that's a okay. That's I mean that's a small thing, but like that's actually okay, that's cool. So a lot um, of things let's see. Up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's uh there's a lot of good stuff. There's yeah. sometimes mounting USB drives with root permission, that's bad. That's a good thing they fixed.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh god, yeah, that's 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 not good. You shouldn't you shouldn't mount like uh, like mounting things on Linux you need like like root Root is the only user that can mount file systems, pretty sure. Uh but you need to like uh like there are the like, ways to get around that on desktop environments. So um, good
1: news though, apparently the XFC uh panel still supports GTK2 plugins. So while Ooh. a good majority of it has been moved to be um, GTK three, yeah. it still looks like it has backwards compatibility of GTK two plugins if I'm looking oh, that's at this currently.
0: I guess people's uh, old plugins shouldn't break, I hope. Yeah. Uh so oh, it it looks
1: like-, like also they have the uh, they support the hybrid sleep option that like macOS and Windows do, right? Where it's like technically it's going to sleep, but it puts into hibernation.
0: Nice. Very nice. So yeah, this is huge. I wonder, like, I think probably Arch Linux is all the place that you can get it right now. Um, probably the next only to release. Yeah. If
1: only I could run Linux on this MacBook, I would actually install XFCE. And don't tell me virtual machines. I would run it native. I need this. I need this. I need XFCE high res with the eGPU, and you know, I, I need.
0: <laughs> I just I need that. You need that high DPI support. That's like looks really and the new theme. The new theme it looks works. good it looks clean it looks really good i'm glad glad we have this this segment because i think xfc is pretty cool uh yeah no, it's, it's, and and it's,
1: and honestly like the thing i've always appreciated xfc is just simplicity, how like, how low like lightweight yes it is.
0: yeah it's and, uh, probably like it's still like it has a lot of features, but it's, it's this it's release
1: probably it. still runs under like a less of a gig of RAM, right? If I had Arch Linux with Xfce four point fourteen, I maybe, I'm likely I still probably using less than a gig of yeah, RAM.
0: Yeah, Probably you have to probably optimize a little bit, but like.
1: Yeah. But I, I mean, imagine. Xfce is it's like the best Linux to to run Electron apps in, you know?
0: <laughs> so you use the RAM for the Electron apps. That's, uh, that's, there you
1: go. See, that's that's resource management. And then I'm probably gonna have like one nerd at me saying like, "Well, what about DWM?"
0: Yeah, but what if you don't want to use a tiling window manager? The, what then? The next nerd. Uh, oh.
1: Oof, <laughs> oof,
0: that's spicy. <laughs> I I just don't like. I i like I don't like is not the right term. I like I've never gotten. I mean,
1: well, with the thing about DWM is ridiculous. You have to recompile it every yes, time you make DWM a config is, change. Is I mean, you literally ridiculous. have to recompile it when you make a config change. So, yeah, that's, like
0: that's that's, that's an extreme much. example. Yeah, <laughs> DWM maybe like i3 or something. But like uh, I've never been uh window manager kind of person, I've always preferred like more like the more the traditional fully fledged window uh like the so like I the early days it used to be GNOME two, like when I first started using it, it was GNOME two. Uh like an Ubuntu, what, like 1004?
1: Gnome 2, Gnome 2 with the one panel layout was the best layout. Oh, yeah, it's changed good. my mind. It's
0: good shit. Uh, then I, then I used, uh, XFCE for a while. I used, I even used Unity for a little bit before I, uh, before I decided Unity was like Unity in the early days was really, uh, slow and also, uh, buggy. It used to, it has all sorts of bugs in it. Uh, so the, the, then I switched to using KDE for a while, like KDE on OpenSUSE, you know, like the, the good stuff. KDE and OpenSUSE, by the way, is, is, is the best KDE experience that externs. Feel free to add me on that, because if it has changed, I want to know. I want to know if who has the best KDE experience. I
1: feel comics. like OpenSUSE used to have like, the best GNOME 2 experience. I will say, Open, OpenSUSE had the dopest GNOME 2 theme out of the box. That green theme was good.
0: OpenSUSE, OpenSUSE I think, is one of the most polished... Distro's And it's also the most underrated of the des- desktop distros, in my opinion. I think it's just because that Ubuntu is so big, right? Like, Ubuntu has so much, uh, mind share, that, uh, it's, like, open, and, and uh, open it, in, def-
1: of- in defense of Ubuntu, though, OpenSUSE's package manager, the package manager, is it REPL? Is REPL the one that OpenSUSE uses? Whichever package manager that, Zipper, Zipper, yeah, that one is the... That That is the worst package manager. It's if questionable. We're doing like a, yeah, if we're like, you know, like greatest of all time package managers, you know, the GOAT package manager, we got at the top. Top number one is Pac Man. Pac Man? Oh my Pac-Man. God. Pac Man. Pac oh Man's number
0: one. What? Number two no. is Apt. No. No, oh, bro. Pac Man is at the bottom for me.
1: Wow. No, no, no. no. Wow. That's. <laughs>
0: Pac Man has always been a, one of my least favorite package managers because I just think the you, way
1: the, you you sound like someone who only installed apps on uh, OpenSUSE via the GUI
0: because Zipper was not No, no, trash. no, no. Zipper is the word. Zipper is, is, worst. Zipper is objectively
1: uh, not great.
0: No, Zipper, yeah. Like on OpenSUSE, I use the GUI to install packages because, uh, well, it's fine. It's not a big deal. But on on the other stuff, like Pac Man on the, on the command line is hot trash. I'm, I'm just I'm, I just think Pac Man is just like in the way the command line syntax is just why is dash s the the way you install a package what the fuck this why would he sync why is it i don't even want to i don't even want to get into this but we're getting into it
1: i would say 3 is i forgot the name but whichever one gentoo uses that one actually Emerge. Emerge. Emerge, yeah that one's pretty hot that one i would say
0: gentoo is
1: i mean it's it's, it's yeah gentoo is ridiculous I mean, it's, ridiculous uh, right but it's not that bad. It's if not you're bad. using it, right? Like it yeah, I use
0: I know I use Gentoo for 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 a while. I used actually I used Gentoo as a desktop operating system for a long time. People called me a little bit crazy because I would like build packages from source that didn't really need to be built from source like Firefox uh which would take 20 minutes to build by the way. I like uh LibreOffice which took 90 minutes to compile. Uh, I mean and, sometimes like,
1: you got to work out your CPU, you know?
0: Yeah. It's just
1: a waste of. I mean, when you think about it, when you think about it, the spirit of Gentoo is still alive because hear me out, all right? (laughs) It used to be that, you know, you install an app on Gentoo, it's compiled at runtime, not at runtime, but compiled and, you know, then installed on your system. Yeah. But think about nowadays of Electron apps. Every time I open Discord, it's compiled at runtime, you know? That spirit's still alive.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Now Linux nerds are actually going to hit you. Like that's. like <laughs> 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 uh, But yeah, like, Electron
1: pack- and Gentoo fit in the Venn diagram oh, of compiled god. before oh, ran. Oh
0: my god! But yeah, like package manager wise, I, I always prefer Apt because Apt has. I mean, I'm kind of bi- like it's, it's biased because like Apt was the first package manager you used on on Ubuntu. Obviously, uh, And Apt I feel is very nice. Uh, Yum or whatever whatever. F- Fedora, Fedora uses run. Red
1: Hat and CentOS they all use Yum don't
0: they yeah CentOS uses Yum yeah, but I think Fedora's using a new package manager I think they switched to a new one uh, because Fedora has always been and then the there's edge. like
1: the whole thing that, like, does the, that makes us listen valid is like the snap and flat pack stuff that neither me nor you know much about. I don't, I don't fucking even know anything about honestly,
0: it. Honestly, honestly, I think that's the, that's, that's, that's just going backwards in my, in my, in my humble opinion. Wait, really? Uh, Cause
1: isn't like, isn't it like a basically like a Docker container for yes, each application? Exactly. That's, that's why installed? it's going
0: backwards. It's because you just, you
1: so have to, um, it, um, well, oh, right. Cause libraries are self contained right within the yes, application
0: package. Yep. Mm hmm. Who has to update the libraries? Not the, OS, uh, not the
1: the developers, right? Not the OS. Yeah,
0: it's it is in my in my honest opinion, it's going backwards. Uh, and
1: there's That's a, a lot of waste.
0: It's a it's, hot it's, take. It's not. It's also a waste. Of this space, which is you know not not always cheap. You know, the, this space is not, not always cheap. Uh, and yeah, like Snap and Flatpak and all that shit. Uh, I'm not a fan of it, really. To be honest. To be honest. Uh because it's because it's it's not it's not the Linux model of installing applications. That's like never it's more the Windows and like
1: And and I think it actually it breaks like the whole Unix model stuff, right? Because the other day I was looking like the other well well, like the other day I was looking like at a WordPress tutorial and like the, the first half step of setting up WordPress was getting it to run in a Docker container. <laughs> when Like I mean, like you literally didn't need to do that. I was reading through it and I'm like, why am I putting this in Docker? Like what, why do I need a Dockerized WordPress? Like what benefits
0: do I get if I'm running a personal blog? <laughs> Maybe it might, it might give you security benefits if you like, if you secure Docker so it's like you can't escape the Docker container. But you know, like, complexity comes at a cost and uh, yeah this is not a like a discussion I want to go because to be honest like the the Unix model is not like some end-all be-all of uh, computing and I, I don't think like like changing it or like modifying it to suit our needs today is, is a problem. But like I don't I don't think It's like, like
1: modifying the right way, right? It's like um like on ATP, right? They're talking about how if like Mac OS, right, and how Apple keeps trying to lock it down in ways that breaks how the system's always worked. It's like you're changing the system to break how it's always worked instead of adapting how people are using it to um, you know, help them better re- go to those goals, right? It's not like I don't think anyone who actually uses Linux full time was like package management kind of sucks. It was mostly like the front ends for it were bad, and then like the format just kind of came along for a bunch of people who are like, well, Windows and Mac do it this way, yep exactly
0: and th- i'm not I'm not a huge fan of it but to be honest i'm like I don't know much about snap and and obviously I haven't used desktop Linux in a long time, so I've been on Windows for a long time so yeah. so so uh,
1: are are we confident in saying then? that um, Snap is the system D of app formats?
0: I I will not go
1: into... That will not answer that fucking
0: question. That is a trap <laughs> question. If I've ever heard of a trap question. By
1: the way, I'm joking. I, I really do not want anyone to at me if anything about system D. I I am like 110%. I, I do not care about system D. I have...
0: Uh, let me just put it this way. I have been on the mailing lists when Gen 2 switched to using like... Uh, like I've been around uh, okay now I'm gonna go on a fucking trip <laughs> to memory lane um, I've, I've been around when arsenic switched to System D. I, I've been around since when gen 2 started switching to uh, like gen 2 didn't switch to System D, but System D became a, a bigger part of uh, gen 2 uh, or maybe it switched I don't remember but at this, it doesn't matter like it's like I've been on the mailing list with all these arguments have been hashed out a billion gazillion times and it's it, like I no longer I no longer care. I I use systemd on my servers. I write uh systemd service files and I love systemd service files. By the way, systemd service files are fucking great. Uh and I have things about systemd that I don't like. Uh as 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 with most things linux, there's always like some parts I don't like, some parts I do like. Uh so that's systemd. And I don't want I don't want people adding me about like, you know, systemd is the worst thing to happen to linux or whatever. Save those. Save this for the mailing list. <laughs> At the end
1: of the day, it doesn't matter as long as we're all using ALSA, the superior audio oh, subsystem.
0: Fuck off. <laughs>
1: fuck. I'm sorry. I like. I'm not invested in desktop Linux. Yeah, so, like, i, I kinda not. Don't so actually, it's all. Like, it's all. Funny I, I just yeah, know. Actually. I just know from back when. See, like th- that's the thing, right? That's the thing. Most modern like Linux users, I feel like, like System D was like the big shit show for them, right? for, for then, me it was
0: yeah for me it was
1: big no big we thing. were around when like also when people were still fighting over also and pulse yeah that
0: was that was I mean those are the tail end of the days like tail end of the days when, when uh, I was first starting getting into Linux like also was still a thing and then like pulse audio came around and pulse audio really started like at the beginning there was, there pulse was- audio was straight
1: up bad though. Pulse audio was not good at the beginning. Pulse audio was like if you had a sound card and that was it, you're fine. But like if you had USB audio devices, a couple of like three point five millimeter audio devices all in one system, and you're all trying to route it, pulse audio used to go to shit all the time. And then latency was bad. I mean, they fixed it over. over yeah, they, the years. They, I, they definitely fixed it.
0: Pulse audio is much much better. Man. I mean, like
1: uh-huh. I up until like two thousand. 12, 13 would actually just strip out Pulse Audio and use also when I could. But yeah. afterwards, I kind of stopped caring.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's, it worked fine. Like, uh, and at a certain point, like, Pulse Audio was fine. And most distros had integrated it properly, right? So it's like it, it, like distros didn't break Uh, when you used multiple audio devices. Everything was configured properly. And everything had the right permissions. And like, you know, Pulse Audio was fine. Uh, but yeah, like there's there's always been periods of like strife in Linux where like these huge changes come along, and I think right now like it's like between Snap and Flatpak and stuff like that probably. Uh, I, I don't I don't know what's going on in the Linux mailing list like this. I, so I you see, the
1: XFCE people are smart though, because all their screenshots are taken from BSD.
0: Wait, what? Yeah are, yeah, yeah, are you joking yeah are you yeah joking? if you
1: go to their tour if you go to the tour of um like the last version of xfce i say at the bottom it's taken from an open bsd system
0: that is hilarious that's fucking hilarious. that's fire <laughs> that's what that is <laughs> that, that is that, somebody that's, that's hilarious to me that's someone proving a, a point that is someone proving a point that our 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 desktop environment runs the fucking open bsd bitches um uh, that's 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 spicy okay so i'm gonna like let's let's cut this off here because i think <laughs> i think if we if we go on we're gonna be like talking about like some weird uh, so
1: like- so next we should move um from one spicy um discoursey topic to, the, to another one um the open web yeah blogging um tumblr has been sold for what is probably the 20th time now and this time verizon sold tumblr to automatic and automatic is the company that makes wordpress and they also make simple note and a couple of other services but i think like wordpress is you know what they're obviously most known for
0: wordpress is like their biggest project of the, like by far obviously they also have like woocommerce and stuff like that right um, but the yeah, automatic is deep is the company that manages wordpress development and like where it runs wordpress.com you know stuff like that um, and this is I don't know if I if I want to call this big news, but it's it's significant in that Tumblr is was was sort of dying, right? Like it was ah, dying is maybe not Tumblr
1: is like is like how Xfce was right before the release came out. Yeah, Uh, yeah. assumed to be unmaintained and with a very strong user base that loves the fuck out of the product.
0: Yeah, that's that sounds about right. And like, what's gonna happen now? Like like Verizon sold. Tumblr for three million, which you know is a it, it it, it,
1: 970 no nine hundred ninety seven million dollar write off because yeah. Tumblr bought for like a billion
0: billion dollars yeah like Tumblr was valued at a billion dollars, which is ridiculous by the way like that's huge. such
1: a huge decrease in valuation. But <laughs> honestly, like, automatics probably the best place for it to go out of all the web companies who like would take care of Tumblr. Automatic, yeah like as 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 like as bad as like web companies are like WordPress is still I would say like the ideal open source web I'm, project I
0: am a WordPress fan that will never shut up about WordPress because WordPress is good, and I use WordPress and uh, I've been using WordPress for a long long time now uh and I think automatic handling this like like I, I'm curious about how they're gonna handle this long term like are they gonna start uh, integrating like so
1: what they said in the um interview that's linked with the Verge so i listened to it and what they said is that um they're going to integrate core technologies right so like if if like back end web stuff like if tumblr's duplicating it and wordpress has like a better solution for it they're going to merge that over and but and then they're also going to try and open source bits and pieces of tumblr
0: that makes sense okay okay um i i think automatic is as good as as it gets for tumblr at this point i i don't think anybody else was interested in buying tumblr because it was a dead like it looked like
1: the interview too is like there's people who are interested in buying it for bits and pieces right to sell it off Uh like for data and stuff there's there weren't that many buyers that are looking for it to actually maintain the service and so and, and so what automatic wants to do is just you know like integrate bits that make sense of the WordPress infrastructure, but keep like the front end of their project, you know, different. Which makes sense, honestly. Like, you know, they're both blogging engines at the end of the day. You don't really have to build them that differently under the hood. Uh
0: like like it's it's like WordPress is I think like with the WordPress Tumble Synergy might might be pretty, pretty damn good. Like Tumble has a lot of ideas that WordPress could borrow. Uh for sure, like in Tumblr's core design, right? Like the and, like, and it sh-
1: also like it, it gives like the WordPress people, right, the opportunity to spin off ideas into Tumblr, right? Because there's some I, there's some things in WordPress that, you know, over the years I wouldn't say are bad, but have tried to make it more Tumblr-like. But now that WordPress and Tumblr can exist at like sister projects, you can just put it into Tumblr and take it out of WordPress. And if people want that kind of experience, well, hey, where you've open source bits of WordPress. Like honestly, what I'm really or Tumblr, what I'm really hoping they do is that they open source the dashboard and all of that. And like you know, PZ you now know WordPress. right? That front end management system is one hundred percent open source. Uh
0: huh. So, so like you
1: know, like what if what if instead of building that federated Tumblr replacement everyone wants, Automatic just makes WordPress open and federated, right? Or I mean, they make Tumblr, sorry, open and federated. Yeah. Like they could,
0: <laughs> they could do a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hopeful. I hope it's it's not like a dead end for Tumblr, and it's like not a dead end for. Like I don't know. I hope it's it's not a bad bad thing for WordPress itself right like WordPress is a good place right now I think it's a strong place uh, like WordPress has been improving steadily over the years and it's it's really really solid at this point uh, so yeah that that's that's like that top and, and I would recommend looking uh, looking on reading or listening to the uh, interview that The Verge did with uh, Matt Malone like the CEO of uh, yeah the interview
1: is like, super good and I, I mean, like, I, there's still WordPress and Tumblr still have the problem that no one wants to blog. But at the very least, Tumblr becoming open in any way whatsoever is better than where we're at now, right? Yeah, yeah. And Verizon like,
0: was not. Yeah.
1: Verizon was oof.
0: Yeah. Yahoo and then Verizon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. I think yeah. What is Yahoo and AOL? Yahoo. Yeah. That's oath.
1: That's oath. Oath. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, so, go yeah. ninety. Go ninety. Oh
0: my god. So automatic mode Tumblr. So that's that's that news. Um, I want to know what a people on Tumblr think about this. Like, do they do they care? Is it is it? Is they relevant? are
1: um, based off. Of, I actually made a new Tumblr account.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, I think I del- I deleted my and Tumblr blog. I think
1: Tumblr has okay. not changed since two thousand fifteen. I can yeah, tell you that for I mean, sure.
0: I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But changed me.
1: But people were, like cautious about it. Because I don't, people on Tumblr I don't think really are into like the web ecosystem, and so they don't really know WordPress that much, right? Like those are two separate communities, but but it's still it's like despite the pessimism from the community, like automatic's still the best place for Tumblr to go.
0: Yeah, I don't think there would uh, there's another, com- another company that would be better for like that would be interested in improving Tumblr at least, like that. And also, like,
1: keeping the community intact, right? And, like, yeah. helping, and, like...
0: And also, the one thing is that people talk about is the porn ban um, on, on, on Tumblr that was implemented by who? Like, uh, Oath, right? R-A-O-L. The issue for
1: that is the app stores. If you have a native app, you technically can't have any porn on your web service. Um, and even in the interview, too, the CEO automatic was like, I honestly don't know how Twitter and Reddit get around those rules.
0: Yeah, that's... Because that's he was like, he, WordPress
1: point. too has the same policy. And so he was like yeah we've gotten in trouble at wordpress.com before for having oh, that.
0: Oh wordpress.com can't have porn, but you can't nope. post because Apple oh, and Google we're,
1: we're going to throw throw their app out of the app store. interesting
0: how do Twitter and Reddit get it on that, then? Like that's the question that's my question. Is how do like, I have questions, I have many questions.
1: Yeah, because they're uh, like well they they're like one thing we've been exploring right is having it on the web but then trying to like find a way to filter it out from the app but like that just seems like a poor user experience
0: yeah that sounds just like a bad experience like you you don't want you don't want content disparity between your between your like access platforms, right? Like you don't want people accessing one version of, of your stuff on the web and then using an app to access like completely like a, like a censored version of it. Like it's not, it's not. That's not a good experience for anybody. Uh, yeah, like I wanna. How they're gonna handle that? Uh, so that's that. That's that topic. And Chose wanted to talk about um, audio corner, like audio stuff. So Chose, so what's going on? What's going on in the audio corner?
1: Um, I found a new way to listen to anime OSTs <laughs> that oh are flaxed. Flaxed. So, um, what did he get? Uh, I was gifted a pair of AT, ATX M50s or ADH. ADH ATH ADHD, ADHD, M50X. Yep. Uh, uh, I was gifted uh, uh, a pair of Audio those. Technica. Yeah. Yeah. Audio Technical headphones. And let me yeah. tell you, these things are fucking popping. <laughs> these, like, I. I have listened to good speakers before, right? Like I do have a HomePod, so I know how like good audio sounds like, but I've never actually had a good pair of monitors, like actual like headsets that, that sound great. And so when I got these, I was like, this is a good pair of headphones. Like I, I actually fuck with the flat sound because, um, like, you know, there's no, there's no post-processing happening on the headphone itself, which is something I can appreciate. Um, but like where it came to life is with two places. One, surprisingly, the DAC that Apple makes for the iPhone, like the lightning to USB dongle, or lightning to headphone dongle, like actually sounds pretty freaking yeah. great. Yeah, like, it That's does. actually it does. a really good DAC.
0: Yeah. yeah, I use it all the time, man. It sounds great, but it's fine. It's, 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 and then it's, the it's, uh,
1: good. the interface I have for actually for the microphone I'm speaking into right now has the DAC in it. And then I like, I was using it on, the, on the regular headphone port. I'm like, this sounds good. And then I plugged it into there and I was like, what the fuck? How have I not been living this life? (laughs) Like, let me, let me tell you something. That's an amazing time to do. And I recommend everyone do it. Get Blu-ray copies of angel beats. Um, I can't say where can't, you know, The the might be, I don't, you don't have to usually pay that $80. I I don't condone any other method though, other than paying for it. Um, but get the Blu-ray copies of angel beats, use, uh, a pair of really good headphones with an actual DAC, and just listen and watch it. On like a proper like, you know, proper properly calibrated monitor like the one or the, like the one that comes with the MacBook Pros, and oh shit, like this is this is what the people in IRC were talking about like <laughs> way back when. This is the life they were telling me about when I was younger.
0: Uh, the, the 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 audio, uh, yeah, the audio quality. Like the, I think, I think just a simple USB deck um like uh i recommended you a deck right i the one that i use uh on my desktop and i have for yeah. years
1: yeah i was gonna Fi- pick that one up but like Fi- honestly i don't i don't need to i decks. mean you don't need it you don't
0: need it uh, because you already have a, a very good deck um but the FIO FIO, Fi-O whatever how about no, it's FIO e10k is, is probably the most uh affordable uh usb deck that you can get and it is uh in my opinion a very good purchase if you, uh, even if you, like, if you'd like to listen to music and you have decent headphones, you, uh, a, a ba- like, a, a, like a DAC like that is, is definitely worth the purchase. And it's really small. It's a small, portable. It's pretty portable. Uh, there are smaller DACs that are like, usb like more small like uh, i think the cambridge audio mix like the dragonfly stuff like that like you can just plug it on the side of a laptop but like the fire 10k is really just designed for desktop use but yeah it's it's really good uh like i've been using it for a few years it's reliable it, it just does its thing that's just it's compatible with basically everything just plug it into usb and it works uh and it sounds great. Like it's an upgrade over Motherboard Audio. Like almost, almost hundred percent. It's, it's an upgrade over Motherboard Audio. Uh, so I would recommend anybody who who listens to music on, on like, uh, like if you have decent headphones, uh, and uh, you you probably should get a decent DAC to pair with it, and uh, that should be via Fire TV Um I can't recommend anything more than that. Like I don't dabble in high endic. Deck- audio gear like it's I don't I don't need more expensive hobbies
1: yeah it's like and, and like honestly it's I I see it the same way I see like the eGPUs right we're like the eGPUs, like this is a big box that sits outside of your computer and that you can like modularly switch out and like I see it the same with like DAX and stuff, right? Because no one makes sound cards nowadays, right? I don't even think you can get like a PCI. I mean, then, can I you mean, we get like a PCI
0: Express DAC? Yes, you can. You can. You can get sound cards. Who's that? Who, uh, sound Blaster. Who makes the Sound Blaster? Is not the wait company. really?
1: They, they still make those? Yes, hold on. We need to look those. this up real quick. Let's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure keyboard that, ASMR. ASMR.
0: Yeah, this the Sound Blaster, I think, or X. Oh
1: shit! Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, Sound yeah. Blaster. Uh
0: huh.
1: So they have amps. Oh my God, they do have. Yo, they even have Chroma. Yeah, yeah,
0: they, 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 those still exist, but I don't think they're as um, I don't think as popular as they used to be. Uh, sound cards were kind of a big deal. I think in like the nineties and the early two thousands, right? You needed a sound card to get out of because I think motherboards didn't come with audio, so you needed okay, like
1: so. Uh, so we have two. We have two. All right, we have the Sound Blaster ZXR, which is high performance. PCIe sound card, and then we have Sound Blaster Z PCIe gaming sound card.
0: Yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So creative is the one that makes those, right? Uh, and yeah, like sound sound cards used to be a thing uh, in the early two thousands and the nineties because you
1: know. Actually, means- this is like dope because like think about it. I can't. You can get this shit with like you can have a, a built-in XLR interface in your own computer in your mother, it, and your motherboard.
0: Like, do, they, do this come with an XLR interface? That, yeah, yeah, one of is?
1: them does. The um, okay, which one does? It is the. Let me look at this. The Sound Blaster AE Nine comes with Sound a Sound Blaster uh, AE
0: Nine. Okay, let me comes look
1: with an XLR that. port.
0: Oh, that is. It's called the Ultimate PCIe card, apparently. Oh, boy. That card is... uh, It's a lot. It's a lot. There's there's what? There's there's the optical optical interfaces, right? So you have optical in and out. You have C-sub. What is C-sub, by the way? No idea, but... Uh, A rear port and then... uh, What is that red port? That red port is... uh, I can't tell, actually. What what is that red port? Ah, This is... Okay, so... Oh, so right and left, I think. So those are like, what, like? component cables and like they have a that's not a that's not uh, XLR there's no XLR on this oh about. no
1: it comes with the interface that's why uh, oh you it comes mean with the an interface oh, oh. I thought I thought that was, sorry I was I, I was zoomed out I thought that was built in not to not it.
0: it no the XLR is on the on the biamp. Ah, well, the bi uh, amp
1: the bi-amp that it comes with it, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense because honestly, to have an XLR interface, you need like a proper amp in there, and you would that would probably you'd have to take up too much space. Yeah, yeah. The XLR
0: interface is big. The the port is big.
1: It's huge. Well, it's not just a port too. It's the fact of that you need like actual air to amplify it, right? Like you, these ones need to be in like bigger boxes. So that'd probably be like a double width PCI slot if you were gonna have a built-in amp.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm I'm kind of curious about these things. Are These things like these are not meant for normal like the um, maybe it's not three point five millimeter ports, right? These are not three point five, and none of these are three point five millimeters. I don't think. Um, but yeah, I'm, this is the one of the sound cars Apparently, that's that's what we were looking at. We we're, we're taking a trip back to the nineties. Um, I
1: mean, look, look at look at the specs here. Look at all this stuff. You got like, <laughs> damn, you got yeah. you, you got a whole bunch here. I would, you know, what. I, I would, if I was building a PC, I'd get one, you know, why, I would, though?
0: why, why would you do, why would you do that? Like it's uh, a sound I mean,
1: blaster. It, it, it has to sound good. There's no yeah. way that this is like, this is snake oil. This genuinely like, as compared I mean, to motherboard I, 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 audio. I have,
0: I have no doubt. This is like, I don't have no doubt. This is like a, it's not a bad product. I don't, I, like, I don't think it's a bad product. It's then Why, why would he get this? I mean, just,
1: I mean, if I'm building a PC, I'd be super extra, right? Like it's the same reason. Why do you get like a, like an RTX 2080? like if you're doing audio production, it makes sense to have a dedicated sound card in your system. Maybe,
0: maybe, uh, uh, but yeah, that was, maybe it's just buy external interfaces. I'm people buy external interfaces. That's, that's the thing.
1: Well, maybe just buy an eGPU, right? Like I'm saying, you can get a built in or you can buy one external, you know, you fits for every need. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And honestly, (laughs) and honestly, I don't think anyone really needs a sound card or, uh, Honestly, any GPU for that matter.
0: Yeah, that's, that's that's true. Most people don't even use like discrete GPUs, like to be honest. Uh all right, so that's our episode. We ended on sound cards of all fucking things. Okay, so uh you can find us on two shades of brand dot com. Uh contact email is contacted two shades of brand dot com. The show notes are gonna be there. Uh you can find me on Mastodon at staticsafe at mastodon.zamacloud.com And Shosa, uh, where can people find you?
1: You can find me talking about um, Sound Blasters at <laughs> <Josephine> at 10 forwardsocial
0: <laughs> Yeah, Sound Blasters, man. That's quite the brand name, to be honest. Uh, and with that.
1: I mean, you never wanted to get blasted with sound?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's That's a question for another time. Uh please 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 DM me if you want to be blasted with that's, that's that sounds like a euphemism i don't know uh, i don't I, I, okay I, bye bye yeah bye <laughs>